Hello, beautiful. You are listening to episode 53 of the Africana Woman podcast. Chulu is my name. I am a writer, self-branding coach, entrepreneur, and mentor. This show is the home of African women's stories. We share ideas, triumphs, challenges, and lessons from our perspective as African women. This library is a step to cementing our place in history. Her story, your story, is powerful. Welcome to all the new listeners and welcome back to the Africana Woman family. Please hit the subscribe button or visit AfricanaWoman.com to become an official Africana Woman visionary. I finally moved. Oh my goodness. If you have been with me for a while, you will know that I live in Zambia and I recently moved from the capital city to a small town in the center of the country. This whole process has It's been a four-month process, basically, and it took a toll on me in every way possible. In the Africana woman community, we have a saying which is, know your roots, grow your purpose, which entails being spirit-led and being obedient to your calling, otherwise known as your purpose. I could not possibly keep preaching this and not be living it. So in this episode, I want to share with you why I chose to leave formal employment, more importantly rather, share what the process was like. And I know a lot of times people make it seem glamorized and easy, (laughs) but there is so much involved with detaching yourself from certain spaces or constraints. I have known for a very long time that I did not want to work for a company for the rest of my life. However, when I realized this, my life was in shambles at that time. I was depressed, experiencing anxiety. My money situation was not okay. Zero savings, zero emergency fund. Like it was, it was a hot mess, guys. There was no way that I could make a decision to leave at that point. And I'm also single and I have a teenage son who I am 100% responsible for. So, you know, there's a lot of things to think about. Now, two years ago, I had to make changes in my life. This involved making some really difficult decisions. For example, downgrading our lifestyle, automating my savings, taking a finance masterclass, but by far... The most important thing that I did was invest in myself. And this was so as I could work on getting a healthy mind and spirit. So I joined a mastermind and I also went for therapy. And I will say this, I did have to spend money for these things like It's just a fact, right? Because I think a lot of times we say, you know, invest in yourself and people think, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't want to spend money. It's okay to spend money on yourself. You should be spending money on yourself um, for a good reason. So you have to remember that you can get the best information in the world be taught by world-renowned geniuses, 
But if you are not okay, you won't do anything with that knowledge. Why? Because it's just not a priority. Your mind is too focused on your troubles. Or you simply do not believe you are worthy or capable of going after your goal. What you believe is reflected in your actions. Your beliefs are the instructions you give to yourself. So if you do not like the results of your life, when you look at your life and you're saying, I don't like the type of life that I'm living, I need you to check your beliefs. So this was two years ago. Two years ago, I decided that I was going to start working on my mindset. Fast forward to September 2021. I was in a meeting with um, HR and the business manager at my former employee employers, and they were basically denying my request for work hours. Um, their proposal just did not sit well with me. In that moment, I heard a voice say, get out, clear, clear, clearly. Ciao, I was ready to walk out that day. But I told them I wanted to terminate the contract in December. I figured this was enough time for them to prepare, right? Now, the kicker is my immediate supervisor was also due for maternity leave around the same time. So, you know, in a department of two, it only made sense that I do the maternity cover, right? Long story short, I said I'll do the maternity cover, but when I said it, I hadn't realized they were expecting me to do it all the way through to June, and I nearly lost my shit. <laughs> Six whole months of the new year, 2022, just, it felt like an eternity. Then... Um, a few months down the line, they gave me a really bad contract, which gave me a great excuse to just say no in the end. So the whole thing really took three months. It was very painful. Now, what I've come to realize is that when we say we want something, God tests us to check if we're really serious about it. I know many times we want to say, oh, Nisatana, or, you know, the devil is after me. No, I think many times God wants to make sure that you are sure you really want that thing. So I said that I wanted freedom. And then when an opportunity to stay longer presented itself, what did I do? I went back on my word. I went Back, uh, you know, I denied that I I wanted the freedom in order to stay in a perceived safety net. The minute I said that I would do the cover, I felt sick. Hmm. Don't get it twisted. It wasn't cocoa. I got myself tested. It wasn't cocoa. Hmm. Most sicknesses are a physical manifestation of your mind and spiritual troubles. Again, we blame Satana. <laughs> Instead of fixing the problem that you have been avoiding, it was bad, guys. I tossed and turned for three nights with a fever that gripped me so tight. I even had a rash break out on my face, which actually hasn't really gone. And, you know, I've never seen my face this bad. 
it was like I was expelling a toxin from my body or I was purging something undesirable. So I know why I got sick. And the first chance I got to get out of the commitment I had made, listen, I jumped for it. I was just like, nope, not doing it. Can't, can't do this cover. (laughs) But let me tell you, the day that I rejected the contract, it felt more like a rejection um, of me as a person, right? Because the offer was bad. Like it was that bad. I said no because I needed to, but my ego was quite upset that they didn't find or think that I was valuable enough, you know? Anyway, a couple hours later, I received an acceptance letter for something else I applied for. And the acceptance came in record time. Like I was spooked. It was like, whoa, what? They were basically saying they want me and they want to work with me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I think that really just demonstrates how sometimes you have to drop the things you are holding in order to carry something new. God wants to give you something that you prayed for, but but your hands are too full. And, you know, we all know that God gives us what we can handle. So you are there sitting saying, oh, God, he doesn't answer my prayers. <laughs> when in actual fact, he's waiting on you to let go. Let go. So as he can answer your prayers, his grace would not burden you. Aside from that, I also had to tell my family, you know, I had to tell them I will no longer be formally employed. Listen, just because God called you to do something doesn't mean he sent your whole family the memo. (laughs) They don't care. (laughs) They are thinking practically and it's not out of malice. It's because they genuinely love you. So, you know, they don't, for my family, they got on this tip of, oh, but where are you going to work? you have to find a job. And I was like, okay, you know, it's family. So you try to oblige them. So I tried, you know, applying for a few jobs here and there um, in September, but it just felt so disingenuous. And then I just stopped. I stopped applying. I knew that was not my path. And I think where we are right now, I think my family is just like, okay, we'll just let her do what she wants. (laughs) (laughs) shame you know I think it must have been a nightmare raising me but anyway um why I'm saying this is to point out that you may have a conviction to do something but the people who are nearest and dearest to you may not support you so you have to choose either your family or the eternal creator who is the source of all things, the never-ending supplier of life-giving power. This is where you really begin to understand how big your faith is. Or what do you put your faith in, man or God who cannot lie? If you're not clear about this, the doubt and fear of the naysayers 
will drag you right back to where you do not want to be. Now, just because you know what the next step is, doesn't mean it will be easy going through with the actions. I knew I had to leave my job, but that meant giving up a life that I had known for five and a half years. A life includes people, places, things, routines, the familiar. I had to say goodbye to so many people that I genuinely love seeing. I said goodbye to the apartment that has been my home for the longest time in my adult life. All of this was a grieving process. But to pretend that you're not sad to part ways is what we call suppression, which will eventually catch up with you. And it won't be cute, honey. (laughs) It won't be. It'll be ugly. So I cried. Actually, I went through denial, bargaining, sadness, and finally acceptance. And this was over a period of months. Like, again, it's not easy. The day we finally moved, um, meaning that we left Lusaka and there was literally absolutely no ties to Lusaka, no place where I can say, oh, I can go put my head down or anything like that, nothing. I realized my entire being was fatigued. My mind, my body, my spirit was heavy. There was so much I had been carrying for the last four months. So I did not just jump into my new life. (laughs) Nope, I gave myself a vacation. This looked like doing absolutely nothing. Much to many people's frustration, I was not responding to emails, messages, like I did not have the capacity. Key thing here is that I gave myself a deadline. Otherwise, that vegetative state could just continue indefinitely. And I simply cannot afford that. So the deadline came through and I turned back on. On the outside, it looks like I'm not doing much (laughs) still. (laughs) However, there is so much to do and I have to prioritize. So some things have taken a back burner. Essentially, I'm working on creating systems from scratch. Once they are in place, things will flow much better, much faster, and I can turn my attention to other areas. I can almost hear you saying, or asking me, you know, now that you've left your job, is your life all that you expected it to be? Girl, it's only been 17 days. Calm down. (laughs) I'm just playing. This is what I know for sure. Every day I can see God working in my life. Like you guys, the God that I serve is mighty. Take, for example, today, uh, I had a last minute booking for a picnic. It came in um, early evening of yesterday and I was basically panicking, you know, Um, basically a picnic is part of my new business model and this was going to be the first one that we've ever done. (laughs) So I was panicking. You know, I started making a long list of what I had to buy, what I had to go and purchase and get for this picnic. Wanted to get flowers, cushions, a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, I went to bed. 
And in the morning, I have a morning routine, which includes prayer, morning pages, and meditation. And during my 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 morning routine, I remembered a quote I, I recently saw that said, the same God who gave you the idea for that business is the same God who will give you the clients. I was like, well, the same God who gave me this client is the same God who knows I have everything I need right now for this picnic. So I started my day and I started to set it up and we used resources that were in the house. The only thing that I bought was charcoal. Everything else I already had. Glasses, cushions, cutlery, tablecloths, runners, napkins, flower arrangements, everything. And I almost run to the shops to blow up the payment that was coming in. And you should see the pictures. They are beautiful. It came out beautiful. And it was just what they needed. So I'm saying this because, you know, when you're working in your own power, you get run down. You are wasteful. You use up all of your energy. But when you are operating in obedience with God, you are at rest. Because you trust that whatever God says or plans is good for you. So to sum up, I am so blessed. Every day I see multiple blessings. He shifts things so I can do the things that, I, that are important to me. Like last week, my son was doing a presentation. He was doing a business pitch, actually. He's 14 years old, guys. 14 years old, he's doing a business pitch to investors. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So anyway, um, but the time that was set for him to do the presentation, I wasn't going to be there because I had another commitment. And it made me really sad, right? I had to interview somebody. But on the day of, she called or she sent me a message and she basically canceled. And that allowed me, it gave me the space to cheer on my son, you know, with his presentation and, and be there and be present, you know. And I know you want to hear that my blessings, you know, the blessings that I received is all about money. <laughs> but, you know, blessings come in many forms. I guess if there's one thing I wish you would do for yourself in 2022 is write down the things you are grateful for every single day. Every single day, just write it down. A gratitude journal is literally counting your blessings. You have to choose to see things as a blessing. You have to choose to take all the glory back to God. You get to choose to focus on positives and not negatives. I guess the question now is where to from here? <laughs> Guys, 2022 is going to be big. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, get more elaborate about it in the upcoming episodes. What you should know for now is that there are episodes lined up all the way to the end of May. 
Like the interviews are already done. It's like done deal. I cannot wait to for you to hear from these phenomenal women. I'm also going to be posting, um, you'll be getting the, the podcast twice a week. Ah! So I'm introducing what is called Know Your Roots Monday. Hey, Know Your Roots Monday. And this will be no more than 10 minutes. When you listen to it, I want you to get a pep in your step for the week ahead. So we will have our usual interview episode on Saturday. And then on Monday will be a quick inspirational message. Okay. Okay. Um, so here I am, self-employed. The path is not clear. It's not yet clear, <laughs> but I'm okay. Every day I wake up with a peace in my heart and the spirit says to me, you'll be okay. Ah, blessed assurance. If you are thinking about making a huge change in your life, you know, could be a relationship, um, a, a job, business, whatever it is. If you are thinking of making a huge change in your life, May I suggest that the first thing you change is your mind and then your spirit and then your body and then begin to manifest all of that into your physical surrounding. You actually do it already. That's the sad thing, right? You're actually doing that already. But what I'm talking about is being intentional about what you are physically manifesting. The journey is not always rosy. It's not always easy. But it's worth it. This Saturday, our first guest is my sister, Dr. Fatima Williams. Listen, this conversation will set you on the right path for 2022. I just listened to it again and I was blessed all over again. I can't wait for you to hear it. Anyway, y'all know my playground is Instagram. Find me at Chulu by Design. Tag me, tell your friends about Africana Woman Podcast. And, you know, let me know what you took away from this episode. Alrighty, this is the end. We've come to the end and talk to you soon.